the Stephanie Miller Show. I mean, we, we are proverbial bedwetters, right? So anytime somebody says something harsh about about the president or he mistakes uh, the president of, of uh, Egypt for uh, representing Mexico, we just we just wring our hands. I mean, we go clutch our pearls. We just go absolutely nuts. Look, our candidate is the president of the United States. He's old. He's 80. <laughs> Thank you, Bakari Sellers. I know he's been on the show. I know he's listening. We are, we are the leaders of the anti-bedwetting caucus. Stop mm-hmm. bedwetting. Stop hand-wringing. Stop bedwetting. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> together. Keep it together. Keep, keep it together. keep it together. keep it together. Do it. Um, thank you, Bakari. So we, we should get him back on. Yeah. We've had him on the show. He's a delight. Please, Bakari, some more, won't you? But this 80-year-old man has accomplished more than any other grandfather in the history of the United <laughs> States of America. Like, he's actually performed the task well. He's gotten bipartisan legislation through. And the alternative is someone who's dangerous. Thank you. Uh One more. Thank you, Bakari. I mean, let's embrace what it is. I don't know why the White House is afraid of it. Embrace it. He's old. But look, he's better than the alternative. And that alternative is somebody dangerous who has 91 felony counts, who, oh, by the way, who wants to talk about other people's families, but he has five kids by three baby mamas. I mean, let's actually (laughs) have this discussion on the merits. And I believe we would win that election. That's how you alpha liberal. Thank you, Bakari. Stop with the bedwetting. Don't. I will. You know what? I'm, you know what I'm going to be? I'm going to be the mom in the loneliest runner. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to hang your sheets out so everybody can see them. You might be good runners, but be right. People will know you're a Democratic bedwetter. What was that reference? You know why? Because Donald Trump made me mean. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. And it stuck. Okay. <laughs> hmm? Today is the Tuesday. Runner? The loneliest runner with what's his name? Who's the? Wasn't it cute kid? Oh, we made this reference before. Didn't we? Was it Kurt Russell? No. No. It, wait. It was, oh, Michael, wasn't it Michael Landon? Yes, it was Michael Landon. Yes. Yes, it was Michael That's Landon. That's how he became a champion runner because he was a bedwetter and his bitch mother would put his his sheets out to, double check. to, to dry so everyone could see them. And so he would run home after school to get the sheet down before the other kids saw it. Yeah, it was Michael Landon. Thank you. Lance Kerwin. Melissa yes. Sue Anderson. Yes. Brian Keith. Thank you. It's quite the cast. Thank 1976. You. I love how Chris looks at me like it didn't happen if he doesn't remember it. It happened. Oh, no, no, no. The, the, the runner was Lance Kerwin. Right. His mother... It was Michael Landon. No. No. <laughs> no. What? Lance Kerwin was the runner. Michael Learned. Did no. you just no, misgender Michael, Michael Landon? <laughs> Michael Learned was a woman. She, she is was a, woman. a woman. She still is. Okay. She's still Mrs. with Walton, us. Wasn't she? She was a Walton. Sure. Mrs. Walton. She was a Walton. I never watched Waltons. Yes, Michael really? Learned is still with us, I believe. Michael- I apologize to the people I offended by... Uh, my supposition that John Boy was in fact masturbating in his room alone. Yes, yeah, you caused not her. writing. Richard Thomas right, is a teenage be boy mad at is you. writing for hours alone and just don't open the door. There goes that. Leave Rich- John Boy alone. There goes that Richard Thomas booking. Yeah. No kidding. I was. I was this close. I was this close. Lord. All right. Well, so anyway, I. I don't. I didn't see it, but I hear a lot of uh, negative stuff online about John Stewart. I didn't watch both it sides in it last night, and same. 
I've never you know, watched same storyline. Joe Biden's old. I mean, David Jolly yesterday told us very much the same thing. Bakari Sellers just said, like, so you know, he's yes, old. he's old. So what? Like, that's not you know anybody that, by the way, has spent time with him says he is sharp as a tack. You know, I mean, and that's that's the difference. As someone said yesterday, almost everyone that served with Trump is like you know going, give us a sign, any kind any of sign, sign. <laughs> that Donald Trump's second administration would be a bad idea. <laughs> They're all to a person, mm-hmm. like the loudest voices warning against Donald Trump. Anyone that has worked with Biden, has spent any time with him, is like he has an unbelievable grasp of the issues. Blah blah blah. Right, General Milley. Oh, Paul Krugman just wrote a piece uh, about uh, how much time he spent. Pardon me. With uh, what's happening, Mr. Biden? Sorry, I, with the president. Did everyone, did everyone leave the building? Yeah, we hi. did. Hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Um, yeah, and I. This is to the point where I thought this was parody. I thought it was New York Times Pitchbot. Nope. But it was New York Times Pitchbot pointing out an actual, uh, what do you call it, New York Times headline, headline yeah. opinion. Which is worse, Biden's age or Trump handing NATO to Putin? <laughs> and New York Times Pitchbot just said, I think we may be nearing the end of civilization. Yeah. I, that's an actual question? Uh-huh. Okay, do we... Anybody? Anybody? I know. Oh, which one, Jody? What do you pick? I'm picking the NATO issue. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Uh oh, Grandpa. Hmm? You you asked me to look for something. Don't get distracted over there. No, you asked me to look for something. That's true. I'm going to back him up. You did ask him. Yeah. (laughs) But he's like, there's only so many of us. Like an old man wandering around looking for his watch or something. He's like, what did she ask me to come in here for? (laughs) No, I knew exactly what you asked me for. Chris, who said? looking for it you want to know how biden's doing look at your 401k look at your stock app see how much money you're making every hour because there's not a crazy lunatic in the white house or somebody who respects the rule of law who said that ricochet rabbit no that was, that joe, was good, joe scarborough oh, just this morning just just an hour ago yeah thank you that was fresh mm. <laughs> yeah fresh guess guess the quote mimeograph smell <laughs> that kind of fresh oh smell can you smell the purple paint uh-huh. <laughs> print Ink. What just reminds saying? me of uh, purple fast ink. Times. Purple ink. Purple ink, and you just did the. Th- yeah. I remember doing that in third grade. Why did it smell so Spirit good? Spirit Master. Yes. Do you think that was a gateway to other drug problems? Definitely. Got- <laughs> it was the seventies. Because you huffing. couldn't. You couldn't help yourself. Yes, it was a gateway to huffing. Yeah, it was good. Fast Times <sighs> at Richmond High. I remember they all mm-hmm. smelled their. Papers. I'm having flashbacks. I'm having well, purple mimeograph flashback. You only did. You only uh, could were able to do that if the teacher printed them at the last minute. Right. <laughs> I got to use one once when I was in like third grade. Mm, they let me do. I had to type a whole oh, thing out. This is second only to the caviar on the Concord story. But I got to. It was manual. Really? Thanks. Show, <laughs> show off. I got to use a mimeograph machine like a good little student. This was before Xerox. Yes, way before Xerox. <laughs> All right, Chris, I'll give you another okay. chance. I don't know why. <laughs> I. Trump is seeking a stay because he knows what will happen uh, at trial. His own White House, DOJ, and campaign officials who testified against him before the grand jury would testify in open court. He is desperate to prevent Americans from hearing that testimony. Who said that? Tennessee Tuxedo. No, wow. that would be the lizard, lizard, lizard. Oh. Liz Cheney. Where, what is that? What is that? Oh, you're doing a, <laughs> a velociraptor lizard. face? That was weird. A lizard. Jody made a lizard face at me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, David Korn <laughs> commenting on this. Unbelievable, almost. New York Times runs a story that refers to Trump's adulation of Putin, and it, do, it, it does not note that Putin attacked the 2016 election to help Trump win, and that Trump aided and abetted the attack and denied mm-hmm. it happened. Big lapse. Yeah. yeah, you might want to start with the, you know, the origin story yeah. of Trump and Russia. Or the oranges. They, they installed oranges, oranges, oranges. <laughs> But they installed him in the first... Like, stop dropping... Try to pick up the plot, people. There's a reason he's now going, Russia, go ahead. I'll attack whoever you want. Okay, Rick Stengel, one more. It is certainly a novel legal argument that conspiring to overturn an election and seize control of the U.S. government is an official act of the office of the presidency. Thank you. Can I just say, I, whoever legal expert I was on this morning, I'm already getting a little bit of a rumble-tumble. Just on whether the Supreme Court is going to give him enough delay mm-hmm. to basically mm-hmm. achieve the same purpose mm-hmm. because they're a bunch of right-wing hacks. Okay. They've ruled Sorry. against him before. They could again. They yeah. With immunity, they're going to rule against him for sure on that, if they rule at all. I hate everyone this morning, except you two, of course. No, you hate yeah. us. Medi- Medi- <laughs> You've yelled at us yeah. already this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to the bedwetters. <laughs> Loneliest runners. Putting your sheets out. Not with okay. Michael Learned. No, she was not in that film at all. No. <laughs> I don't know how that, that happened. Film. She got dragged into the Michael Landon yeah. debate. Yeah. <laughs> he is also, he is not with us. She is still with she us. She was yes. in Little House on... <laughs> On Walton Mountain. No, that's two different what? shows. Michael Landon was on Little, Little House, House on, the, on Prairie. the Prairie. She was and on so the was Walton. So was Melissa Sue Anderson. They should have yes, done. they were. They, they should have done. They should have done a thing where the people from Little House on the Prairie moved in with the Waltons. They that should've. was many that years different. That was also a thousand miles away well, from each other. It was and many, many years wise. You know, it was not many years different. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, who <laughs> played at the same time for ten years on the Lakers. For ten years, Chris. Did they play together for ten yes. years? Yes. Okay, Mehdi Hassan said, I constantly meet people, liberals, leftists, people of color who say we can survive another Trump term. It won't be so bad. No. Oh, come on. We have guardrails and checks and no. balances. And I want to tear my hair out when they say this. Uh, it's a mixture of amnesia, ignorance, and complacency. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. All right. Chris, you just, you're a man that doesn't deserve this many chances. How sad and pathetic the Republican Party has become that Taylor Swift literally is a threat to them for one reason. She wants ter- folks to turn out and vote. Who's that? Chumley. No. That would be uh, Governor McDreamy, Governor Gavin Newsom. Yes. Oh. Um, oh, by the way, did you see it was the most watched, not just Super Bowl, ever. the most watched program ever. ever. The only thing that How'd beat that it was the moon go? landing yes. in 69, yes. and that yes. was on all channels. How'd that boycott go for you? I mean, how did all them pissed off maggots? See, this little harbinger of the 2024 election. I think so, too. Right? It's like all their stupid whining and negative what? Screw you. Highest ever. See, 125 million on CBS. 123.4 million average viewers. Um, And I'm telling you, it's like the Taylor Swift bump, I'm sure. Oh, it helps. Their ratings have been up all season. And they only feature her for 20 seconds, you big poopy diaper babies. I hardly I remember seeing her on that game. I just watched the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even like a chick. She actually cares about the football. I didn't watch. I watched maybe did a couple you? of seconds. Oh, of did the, you? I watched, no, I watched the whole game. I tuned over to see what the production looked like. It, looked, huh. it was fabulous. Nerd. Okay. I watched the game. <laughs> um, 
I'm anyway, AV nerd. But that's, that's I mean, <laughs> seriously, all these stupid boycotts or whatever, they're just complete flops. I mean, it did more people than ever, in the, after all this whining that, you know, like, oh, we're not going to watch it. It is just a vaccine. Taylor Swift is scared. So, those people are loud, but very much in the minority. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Christopher. Am Thank I right? You. Am I yes, right? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what? You have almost made up for all of your history of wrong with that amount of brightness <laughs> that you just shoved into that hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. With no lube at all. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't even tell me I was pretty nope. first. Um, <laughs> you are. <laughs> yes, Clappity tweeted, I still don't understand how Democrats got football and blonde former country singers in the culture divorce, but it seems to be annoying all the right people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's true. It's funny. I don't know how what has this happened or what's got to be did, but I it's think, working for us. I yeah. think it was always that way. It's just yeah. now more... Apparent. By the way, Rocky Mountain Mike tweeted, if the liberal deep state is so successful, how come my favorite progressive content comes out of a leaky basement? (laughs) Good point. We broadcast from a colander. (laughs) We wish we were getting some of that deep state money, but this is it, folks. Come on, George. (laughs) Come on, Soros. I don't know how many times I can directly ask him for money and be turned down. Tom Steyer. Come on, Tom. Uh, Tom Steyer's been in studio with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've directly asked him for money. (laughs) Pretty much everyone has turned me down that I've ever directly asked for money. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Patreon. Thank you, Steph Cast Survivors. I mean, subscribers. Well, you're also survivors with me. You also help by subscribing to the free podcast. Yes. Stephanie Miller's Happy Hour podcast, which also includes Stephanie Miller Out of the Gate. That's the new uh, this opening segment right now when yes. I empty my craw. That's right. <laughs> you can help the Stephanie Miller universe, cinematic universe, uh-huh. by downloading that, subscribing, subscribing. subscribing. Yes. Give and it then five listening stars. to it too. Yes, that helps. Yes, yes. It's very exciting. It is okay. Hey, we have an exciting. We have Charlie Pierce and the lovely and talented uh, Kimberly Johnson. Yeah. Of uh, she also the refrigerator. has a podcast. Pardon? She also has a podcast. Yes, and refrigerator sex with bob seska so just you know it's all that matters as part of her resume i've been in the fridge mm-hmm. yeah, oh i have. know you did you got to posted a picture of you. amanda Kimberly and myself the, we're, we're in with the, bob and and amanda Kimberly. weiss yeah that's hot that's it's cold and also hot mm-hmm. 19 <laughs> 19 was michelle learned in there too michael michelle learned right My, michael michael learned. Michael, learned. michael sorry she was not there Orlando. Okay. <laughs> no, he was not there okay. either. Stephanie Miller. They drummed you right out of Hollywood. So you come crawling back to Broadway. Well, Broadway doesn't go for booze and dope. Now you get out of my way because I've got a man waiting for me. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Ah, thank you. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, looky there. From the New Yorker, we are on the cusp of an authoritarian Trump dictatorship and repeating the mistakes that helped Hitler rise to power. Oh, look, it's a poll in Germany. Trump is leading in a poll taken in Germany as to who is the greatest threat to the world. He's way, 41% way ahead of Kim Jong-un and Putin. Oh, wow, Isn't that's, that, that's good. Oh, I'm so proud. We're number one. Whee! We're no- Oh, and here's Germany's satirical parade featuring Trump waving Nazi stars and stripes. Isn't that fun? That's fantastic. Great. 
Karen in Chicago. Hello. <laughs> Zeke Kyle. Well, at least, at least somebody in the media is covering this accurately because mm-hmm. um, if you're touting Biden's age as a problem is disqualifying, then you need to step down and let real journalists take over and sound the alarm because this is exactly what we're up against. And I have to say, and all I'm going to say is I'm extremely disappointed in Jon Stewart because he basically took the media narrative and ran with it. And um, I just don't, I, I feel like you are in a very privileged position and you are protected if you're going to sit there and try and both sides, Donald Trump and Joe Biden, they are two old men. That's where the comparison ends. Yeah. yeah. Everything else, and I don't have to spell it out for you guys, I know. But yeah. I mean, seriously, this is, I could not sleep. I was so livid. I was so upset about it. And well, I, I, in I fairness, none of us, because we go to bed at, you know, in now, 10 o'clock, none of us saw it. So, yeah. but I did see a lot of it online, yeah. Karen, a lot of, uh, you know, and I it think it's only because we're just in such sickening. a terrifying year. Yeah. Our, it literally could be the last year of our democracy that I think people are ultra yeah. sensitive to the bo- both sizing of any yeah, kind. Can I just say, absolutely. Can I just say, look, I appreciate his commentary. Pre-2015, when we didn't have authoritarianism right at the gates, okay? This is not that time. Yeah. And I don't understand I feel like he da- well, someone was saying is missing that. I feel like he dabbles sometimes in the Bill Maher area. Like he was, you know, talking yes. about the lab leak with COVID. Like it was a, you know, it confirmed thing. And it just, you know, I, I, I get it. A lot of comedians, you know, historically, Karen, wanted not offend either side yep. you know it, it, but it's just mm-hmm. i think most of us are just so but, terrified right now that it's you know absolutely and rightfully so and we should be and i have to say kudos to um lawrence o'donnell he had a yes. great show last night if you didn't see it watch it He's he a absolutely takes the whole narrative he was he was wonderful so yeah. i love him yep. and i will continue to watch him stephen colbert's awesome but i unless john stewart really switches it up a little bit and starts sounding the right alarm i don't i can't watch i yep, just can't i, I don't I have you. the i hear you all right we're, listen we're little liberal snowflakes you know how we are mm-hmm. stephanie miller show my administration also helping install rooftop solar to build national network of electric vehicle charging stations. We're revitalizing fence line communities smothered by the legacy of pollution like where I live in Claymont. We're promoting clean energy and industries of the future made here in America, made in America. What I didn't realize, and I've been around, I know I don't look like it, but I've been around a while. I do remember that. <laughs> Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. See, that's what I've been saying. I And again, it's just a feeling. It's not, you know, quantitative yet. But I think this, uh, her report and a lot of this coverage is, is creating, um, what's the word? Backlash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but for Biden. Yes. I feel like, you know, just my sense is that a lot of people are as angry as we are. 
not just about the her report but about this both sides do it kind of media coverage of you know this complete rapist lunatic and and joe biden you mm -hmm. know and it, it's so i feel like it's creating like you know they say trump's indictments have created uh, you know this kind of protective whatever his his ratings have gone up i think that's happening for biden as well i, I think people too. are getting really pissed off at, at the unfairness of the coverage of you know all of it um paul krugman said um there is a perception and there's a reality as anyone who has recently spent time with biden and i have can tell you he is in full possession of his faculties completely lucid and with excellent grasp of details and yes he speaks quietly and a bit slowly although this is in part because of his lifelong struggle with stuttering he also by the way has a sense of humor which i think is important most important is that biden has been a remarkably effective president um, thank you, yeah. Paul Krugman. But that's and that's what you just said. Like we, the clip we just played, he, he does have a sense of humor about mm -hmm. it, and he he's, he has you know, what's the word? Oh, humanity. Something we haven't seen empathy in that office. He's aware um, of how old he is. He's uh, been alive that long. Right. Yes. He, if anyone <laughs> will remember, it would be him. Um, give me twelve. Yeah. This is John uh, Meacham, mm -hmm. who also knows by, by and large. It seems well. to me, you have a base of folks who have made a decision that mm -hmm. Trump is their heroic figure and they're going to follow right. him no matter what. Those are not, I hate to say this, uh, they're not reachable people, right? They've made a decision. Uh, and the only way they change their mind is if, 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 is if I think, if they lose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went on to say. The people who are reachable are very few, right? they are probably not watching this conversation. Uh, it's probably mm -hmm. a couple of million people spread across seven states, uh, six or seven swing states. And so the story you tell them is the full story of what pr this choice is about. Yeah, uh, and one last one. President Biden, uh, as you say, he's my friend. I help him when I can. There's no, no secret yep. about that. I think that he has proven himself again and again to be a hugely effective president. I have no anxieties about his capacity to make important decisions for the country. Yeah. Um, yeah, Midas Touch said every day Trump says uh, dozens and dozens of things out loud that range from frightening cognitive slips, lies, threats against our allies, mocking our military, promising to destroy our alliances, praising dictators, promising to be a dictator, quoting Hitler, saying the United States is a horrible nation, threatening to destroy the Constitution and more. But I guess those things weren't written in a hearsay in, hearsay in a report, so all's forgiven. Exactly. The legacy media is failing us all. Mm -hmm. um, I guess that's all we can do is enough of us say it you know and and keep calling it out um by the way michael in oakland our pro boner yeah, yeah. smartest boy in class this morning <laughs> oh, bless you. you bless too, you too much pepper yeah bless you, you. You, you like me. sprinkled pepper I, oh, all over your workspace i over peppered okay um he said uh, trump and putin planned the destruction of nato and the invasion of ukraine in those quote-unquote private meetings in helsinki with no u.s transcriber it was supposed to happen in the second term the voters denied to trump we cannot let him have another chance i bet you 100 percent that is true mm -hmm. what and again you know they now they're demanding this this transcript of the interview with you know her and biden about you know this biden's son's death and really they never demanded to see what did trump and putin say to each other in Helsinki privately we where there know. were no <laughs> there were yeah. no, nobody there to transcribe it. Yeah. I mean this is why I'm wearing my dance like Russia is and watching this T shirt. Um Noel Kassler said uh, remember why are the comedians why do we have to do everything? 
Remember that Trump's origin scandal in his POTUS era was lying about his attempts to build a hotel in Moscow while running for president. It all traces back to Putin and the Russian mob for Trump, his kids, and much of the GOP. That is where the story begins and ends in every way. Um, thank you. Where is the media on this? One last one, Gary Kasparov, who ought to know. Uh, MAGA GOP don't, doesn't want to end the war. They want Russia to win it. Yep. Uh, arming Ukraine to win is the fastest way to actually end the war with less loss of life and expenditure. Surrendering to Putin will be far deadlier and more expensive, just like last time. Thank you. I, Lindsey Graham now? What, what, what was that phone call from Trump like? After right. many years, he's flipped on Ukraine? Really? Right. Uh, okay, give me uh, Representative Jason Crow on this. But let's be clear here. When we say this is aid, this is not charity. We're not giving this uh, as a charitable contribution to Ukraine. We're doing this because this is in America's national security interest. You know, to have a stable and prosperous Europe. Europe is our single largest economic trading partner. Uh, we have 100,000 troops in Europe. Europe is our largest security partner. And for less than 5% of our annual defense budget, we are okay. securing Europe. We are protecting our troops. Yeah, thank you. Uh, one more. Ukraine is doing the fighting. They have destroyed over half of Russia's military. And oh, by the way, over half of this money actually goes directly to American workers and American businesses uh, who are building the weapons and equipment that we're sending to Ukraine. So this is actually a really good deal. Uh, and you know, the rest of the world and certainly a lot of Americans know this is a good deal. That's why we have to get it over the finish line. Yeah, it it's, passed they, the Senate, but it's not going to. It's not going to pass the House. It's not, not, not right. going to be introduced in the House because they don't ridiculous. want what's good for America. Right. Because it's good. It's uh, unfortunately good for Biden too. So God forbid. Ay, ay, ay. One more, Jason Crow. That you know, we are fighting our own battle for democracy here at home, and the rest of the world sees that too. Uh, but the, the answer to that is not to give in, uh, not to uh, fall to despair, but rather to continue to fight the battle. Uh, to, to do good, to govern, to show people that good things can happen, that we can deliver for them. Uh, listen, I, I am very optimistic this year that we have a great track record to run on. We have delivered for the American people. Hmm. Representative Jason Crow apparently has a, a, a large dog. Yes. Or he works in a junkyard on the side. It's possible. Okay. Our, our economy is recovering. Uh, still has some problems, but the, we're on track for a great recovery uh, we have done a lot of really amazing things over the last couple of years under uh, Joe Biden's leadership. And we're going to take that message to folks. You know, that that is the solution. We're not going to act like the other side because we're not them. Hmm. We're, we're constrained by our own morals, <laughs> values. Uh, Pete in Wisconsin. Good buddy, every morning. How you doing? Good buddy, every morning. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, good. With all the water cooler talking Wisconsin so, this morning. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, I wanted to take a moment and share my January 6th story with you guys because I think other people probably have similar stories and why I think it's relevant today. Okay. Um, so obviously January 6th, you know, everyone saw what happened to the Capitol. But what bothered me more was the fact that the Republicans kept going. When they came back in session, they kept going. And that freaked me out to no end. And I spent, you know, the next five or so days after that, I couldn't sleep. Like, I don't know how you do it, Steph, because yeah. I get cuckoo for Cocoa Pops when oh, I, I don't, can't sleep. Oh, I don't sleep. I, sleep? Yeah, ask, she ask Jody. She gets yeah. tweets and threads all night long. <laughs> um, you know, but my, my father-in-law was dying at the time and in Milwaukee, right. and I, my wife was with him, but I had to call her back because I couldn't take it, and I couldn't take care of my kids. Yeah. And it was just driving me batty. 
But the reason I bring it up is because the Republican Party is still going. And I got those that spidey sense is coming back. When you look at the, when they tank the um, bipartisan border deal, when they're going to sabotage the Ukraine aid, and when you're going to put, yeah. you know, ostensibly Lara Trump in oh, charge of the RNC, I haven't even gotten to that. There is. Yeah, we are full on. There in is a, nothing it, left. Yeah. A, a, a authoritarian nepotism <laughs> on the way to dictatorship so, and fascism. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I, and by the way, we should point out someone who had the good judgment to marry Eric. 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 Yep. So I was talking with my uh, neighbor this morning who is in the National Guard, and she's like, oh, my God, I don't want to be here on Election Day because she knows yeah. she's going to be uh, she's gonna be on riot patrol. Yeah, I mean, well, and, everybody, and, 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 everybody knows it's coming. Yeah. And the only ones who have their, who are closing their eyes and ears are the Republicans. Yeah, well, as, as, as you implied, Pete, the, as we <coughs> said on and on, the, the coup is ongoing. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the other, yep. he wants the, the uh, RNC to be co-chaired by North Carolina Republican Party Chairman Michael Watley, who is a full-on, turn it up to 11, election denier, fake elector. Mm-hmm. Like he's, I mean, first and of all, Ronna McDaniel, was enough, she, she's enough of an election denier that she belongs in prison because mm-hmm. she was part of the whole fake elector scheme and this, this whole thing. And and now so there, but she wasn't loyal enough, right? So now this guy and his daughter-in-law. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. It's it, it's enough to make your head spin. Um, but the the really crazy thing to me is how people like the rank and file believe abject lies, hook, line, and sinker. Like you know, when I tell people Rusty Bowers kept asking Rudy Giuliani for proof and he never provided, right. they don't believe me. Or yeah. when I tell people, look at what happened with uh, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss and Rudy Giuliani. Right. Everything Rudy said was right. a lie. But By the like, way, the Stephanie well, Miller show reminds I, you, don't try a Rusty Bowers unless you're old enough and you really love the other person. <laughs> oh, um, hey, that right? reminds me. Hey, Chris. Yes, hi. What? Chris. Hey. I, I, uh, I, I heard you earlier, and I just want to say there's always time for lube. Oh, always. always time right. for lube. All right, Pete. Not you, with Stephanie. You remain, she likes it quick. You remain in the penalty box for the rest of the show. <laughs> um, I don't. I lost to the point in there somewhere, but yeah, I. I this is. I, I was reading. Uh, where is this from? Um, emails and texts show how Ken Chesborough and other Trump attorneys gamed out what would happen if they succeeded in halting the count on January 6th, weeks of chaos, hearings on voter fraud, and maximum pressure on the Supreme Court. I mean, I don't think people still get how close we yeah. came, given mm-hmm. this chess piece or that chess piece or this, you know, complete loyalist, uh, it, people, people willing to break the law for Trump. We came to, right. to them pulling this off. Right. And uh, Pete's absolutely right that this is ongoing, and, and they are putting all the, the play, you know, the... Uh, pieces in place you know mm-hmm. this is a training drill for them january 6th and it's just i it really is like this slow motion right you're mm-hmm. you're just like jaws or something you're like no don't go in the wall <laughs> you can see it happening what does carlos call it that we the people in amityville needed more shark derangement amity. syndrome Am- amity amityville is very amity. different, different. Very okay different. <laughs> yes they needed more shark derangement syndrome in right. so if we have trump de- derangement syndrome we say not enough people have enough trump derangement syndrome. right they don't understand the danger right. which you know we've already said a lot this morning but uh i pete what i will say not to be happy clappy there are more of us 
we just have to keep our eyes on the prize. Get everyone uh, registered to vote that you know. Make sure you vote because you're right. There's a segment we got to stop focusing. You're never going to get those people back. You're right. They're gone to us in terms of you know they're never going to believe actual facts. Right. You can tell them and tell them that segment's gone. There's a big, a much bigger yeah. chunk of us that live in the real world. So let's focus on that. Okay. Please and scene. The easiest way to. Stephanie Miller. His heart is sincerity. If you can fake that, you've got it made. Five minutes after the hour. Sorry, I got confused. You got distracted? Yes. Mm-hmm. Lindy Lee says Republican James Comey held a press conference on Clinton's emails 11 days before the election. Republican Bill Barr butchered Mueller's report and buried Trump's guilt. Republican Chris Ray buried 4,500 tips about Kavanaugh. Republican Robert Hur sabotaged Biden. This is the real deep state. Thank you. There is a deep state. And yes, Hillary, once again, you're right. There is a vast right-wing conspiracy. Okay. Did I mention that Hillary was right about it? No, I've never Have heard I that mentioned before. that uh, 20, 2016 is going to stick in that craw forever? Right Will you die mad? Uh, yes. All righty then. Okay. Good to know. I'm glad we established that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <It's> about time. <laughs> no, we. Uh, somebody on Twitter reminded me that, like, I feel like, because I keep saying, are we crazier? Are there more conspiracy theorists? Or did Trump just open the floodgates? He made it okay. He, he made, made it, it okay, okay. yeah. But I forgot how crazy, uh, you know, before they accused us of having Trump derangement syndrome, how bad Obama derangement syndrome was, and uh, just the Tea Party stuff. Um, Stable Genius on Twitter says, uh, in the Tea Party days, they thought liberals would round them up and put them in Jade Helm FEMA camps hidden under Walmarts, where they'd be forced to gay Sharia law marry illegals, while Obamacare death panels confiscate their guns and Bibles and force them to say happy holidays. I remember all I that. I do too. Yes, I it, do too. It, yes, it was the That's ballad amazing. of the of the tea party. <laughs> Playing the oldies. Fighting soldiers for the cokes. They're mostly just old white folks. One hundred high. Two points you see, <laughs> but not that much to join the tea party. Wow, playing the real oldies. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Mike probably forgot That's he right. did that. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> oh, it kind of makes me miss Obama derangement syndrome. Mm. You know what? Maybe we'll t- we'll play a, a visit to Skeeter after the break. I think so. That'll be fun. <laughs> that will be fun. I, I miss Skeeter. Aw. 
It's just, it's like they, you know, struck a match to the original Tea Party. And it just got bigger and crazier and even more conspiratorial. Yeah. By the way, we did put you in Jade Helm camps under Walmart. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> we have Charlie Pierce and Kimberly Johnson all coming up on the Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Age is his age, yes. I'll tell you this though, I've worked with the president for a long time, especially closely as speaker when he was president and now since then. And he knows, I mean, he, he's always on the ball. He knows these issues, he knows the legislation, he helped write some of it, he campaigned on it, he remembers it. Uh, anyone who would uh, think that they're at some advantage because of his age uh, uh, thinks that at their peril because he's very sharp. Yes, Nancy Pelosi, who also uh, knows how to count. Yeah. Unlike... Mike Johnson. She can count yes. past 10, for uh-huh. sure. Exactly. One more. Again, age is an objective fact. As I say, it's all relative. He's younger than I am, so what do I have <laughs> to say about his age? Yeah, exactly. exactly. She's, in, she's sharp as a tack, too. Uh-huh. Uh, Abby in Maryland. Hey, Abby. Hello, Abby. 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 Oh, Abby no- hi. Oh, hi. Hi, Abby. Hi. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to comment on God, that John Stewart, what a disappointment that was. I was not expecting his his comments like that. But what, I, I, we I, all know, missed I wrote, it. Abby, we all missed it. So what just give us a little, you know, thumbnail. Well, first of all, you know, he just he just started out really by comparing um Trump's um Trump's age and I'm sorry, yeah, Trump's age and Biden's age. And that oh here we are, we're stuck with these two old guys. You know, and there's nothing different about them. Boy. He did, you know, to his credit, he did show um, uh, um, some some video of Trump. Trump not remembering. Like, oh, I saw I a forgot. little. I don't recall. Saw a little clip of that of Trump not remembering a bunch of stuff. But yeah, yeah it's just all that stuff. Yeah, but this both sides do it is you know it's exactly the same as what Kristen Welker tried to do on Meet the Press mm-hmm. that thank God uh, Landrew pushed back on hard, you know, because it. Yeah, it, I mean, and, and I wrote to you know I. Uh, and, and I, you know, and I um, recommend people do this, you know, go on the Daily Show threads or text and, and, and complain because he's he's being panned about this. A lot of people are really upset about what he what he did yesterday. I mean, you know, well, it's either. Yeah, I think people were so exactly excited he's coming Biden back and, and what we think is like the most important election year of our lives. And I think people, you know, thought of him as our ally in the sense that, you know, he's, uh, you know, for uh, democracy and not for Trump. And I think it just, it, it, it's, but I feel like it's part of this both sides doing it that has gotten us to this point where there's a chance of giving a 91 felony count rapist nu- the nuclear codes again. Yeah, absolutely. And I did not expect that from John. I thought John was better than that. And also, you know, he was so strong about the PACT Act. He, he was the reason, I give John credit, was the, was the reason why the PACT Act was, was passed. But you know what? If if Trump were president, it never would have passed. Mm-hmm. And who knows what's going to happen to the PACT Act 
Yeah. When, when no, he did a great job it, yeah. standing up for the 9-11 first responders, mm-hmm. and nobody was more disgusting about 9-11 from I, the, from the day of mm-hmm. 9-11 when he was bragging about he had the tallest building now that, that you know, through every single issue that uh, John Stewart cares about. Um, let's go to Susie in Chicago. Hey, Suze. Oh, hi, oh, hi Stephanie. Hi. I love you. I didn't mean to startle you. Did I call you at a bad time? <laughs> what? I said, did I call you at a bad time? I'm sorry. Yes, I too will die mad. I'm very, very angry, and I, I just shout out to Karen and Abby, um, John Stewart. Uh, I mean, WTF? I will never, ever watch him again. Abby had a great idea. I'm going to the Daily Show, um, dot com or online or you know, no, that was just despicable. His comparison of the age. And I'll tell you something, Stephanie, I'm of your age, but I do have a 24-year-old son, so I, which I don't age? know. Which age? Yeah, are which, which age are you? The lie or the real one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Age is relative. Uh-huh. Okay. Whether you're lying or not. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of big names, Rocky Mountain Mike is here. Hey. 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 Hello. Uh, <laughs> hey, I... I don't get this. Uh, I just watched the John Stewart segment about an hour ago, and I loved it. I, was, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he pointed out that Biden was old, but he pointed out that Trump was old. He point, you know, it, it wasn't a both sides thing. It, it was comedy. I mean, he he found the things that were that were funny, mm-hmm. and there are things that right. Biden has done to address his age that are funny, and he yes. didn't do it in a way that. Put him down. Right. What do you think the. Because, I mean, obviously, I've, it's not just our callers this morning. I've seen all over online, you know, uh, obviously opposite reaction to it. What, what do you. I mean, I just, again, say, because I think we're all so raw and we're so exhausted about Trump and yeah, we're so terrified. See, I mean, that we're not I, in the I same. These things. Yeah, go ahead. I look at it from the standpoint of what's funny, you know, and, and what works on a TV show. It's not John Stewart's job to work for the DNC. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. well, no one expects and, him and, to. And, and no one expects him to. You're kind of expecting him to, he, though. Do you remember the bit that we just played that you did, for instance, to speaking the memory <laughs> test? Do you remember the Tea Party ballad? I, I, you know, I appreciate that Nancy Pelosi was bragging about when she and Biden worked on the Taft-Hartley Act. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, you know, these are things that we can joke about yeah. and still recognize that Trump is a monster. Right, right. And I, and yeah. I, and I think that the Stewart segment did that right uh, we, we can, know, I, we I can point out how old he is I, without clutching our pearls thank you yeah well it's yeah, not it's not, it's not yeah it's not the pointing out how old he is it's it's the false equivalency that both sides that's do what it. he Let me, did though um he's, our, he's uh, said, alfred in pittsburgh with a uh he said they're both old um hey alfred go ahead uh, yeah i did I, oh sure hey uh i don't think there's any uh purpose in Stuart saying that uh, both of those guys are old anybody that doesn't know that uh it doesn't matter. The problem I saw, he brought in this woman who's the editor of The Economist, mm-hmm. this Brit. Uh-huh. And they both launched into an analysis of how, here's John Stewart's phrase, the new world order, being that fascists might, or might be okay. So he talked about Milani in Italy and Orban in Hungary. And then launched into the fact that it's a world that's this woke business that's creating all this problems 
Not one word about January 6th. See, that's where Not I feel like he intersects word. with Bill Maher a little bit on this, like, oh, woke is the problem and political correctness and whatever. And it just, I, I, I get it, I'm a comedian, but it just, I, we're here at a particularly terrifying time, I think, in, in our history that it, that is just, um, and I just, I look at the coverage now and I think, and also, by the way, this is the Lincoln Project, Ed, it's not just age, it's mental state. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is, That's it. I, I, okay. Here. Hey, Donald, we noticed something. More and more people are saying it. You're weak. Mm-hmm. You seem unsteady. You need help getting around. And wow. An anomalous, really an <laughs> anomalous country and you do. Are you sure you don't have dementia? It runs have you had a real doctor check you out? You keep confusing things. And we did with Obama. We won an election. Getting the facts wrong. We just left pleasure. Paradise. Paradise. People laugh about it. About you. Even your own people behind your back. You're winning the primary, but losing your power, your strength, your manhood. Face it, Donald. You're just projecting when you call Joe Biden old. He's stronger than you, fitter than you, smarter than you, a better man and a better president. Anyone can see it. And when you lay there at night, alone, you know we're right. You're falling apart, Donald, breaking down right in front of our eyes. God bless the United States. (laughs) What's the favorite of Lincoln Project as well? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I'm the only one chilled watching that clips of that Tucker Carlson interview with Putin who was basically defending Hitler Mm -hmm. you know going into Poland someone was like if I were Poland I'd be kind of scared Rachel Maddow mentioned but I mean just yeah Rachel Maddow yeah Rachel Maddow Mm -hmm. mentioned it as well where you know you're and meanwhile Trump is on cue going I don't care Russia can do whatever they want to any of our NATO allies Mm and also quoting Hitler Mm -hmm. and you're like is any anyone else's fascism really along Alert system going off like this is not funny. This, I mean, Hitler Burger's funny, but the, but yeah, well, but yeah, but that's fun. just yeah, you know, but not really. I mean, I go now to the Hitler Burger, the Hitler Burger, the Hitler Burger. I go now to the Hitler Burger like, to get myself my lunch. Putin sounds exactly (laughs) like Poland was asking for it. It was wearing a tight dress, just like Ukraine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Poland was bent over the the, the pinball machine. And I feel like in this analogy, oh, you're Hitler, and that's a good thing? (laughs) Like, I was like, okay. All right, we were saying I maybe the origin story is an Obama derangement syndrome. We forgot uh, this tweet. In the Tea Party days, they thought liberals would round them up, put them in Jade Helm, FEMA camps hidden under Walmarts while they'd be forced to gay Sharia law, uh, law marry illegals, while Obamacare death panels confiscate their guns and Bibles and force them to say happy holidays. Yes, I forgot. There was a lot of conspiracy theory yeah. crazy derangement then as well. Canyon socialist Muslim. Meet Skeeter. He raised taxes 14 times. As you can tell, Skeeter is afflicted with Obama derangement syndrome. Skeeter is unable to distinguish wild fantasy from reality. There is no cure, but there is hope for less than the price of two decaf triple lattes. You can sponsor someone with Obama derangement syndrome. All he does is blame Bush for everything Bush did. With your help, Skeeter and thousands like him can receive the equivalent of an 8th grade education. Death panel. Learning basic civics, economics, science. He had a big hip-hop barbecue and hygiene community organizer communist Hitler. we might not be able to cure him they're not rich people they're job creators but we might prevent skeeter from running for a second congressional term obama's in cahoots with barbara streisand and al gore who has a big house please help us erase obama derangement syndrome Madrasa. a half-baked thought is a terrible thing to waste <laughs> um thank you rocky mountain mike uh 
That's the difference. It's like mm-hmm. Trump derangement system, syndrome, or what do you call it? Trump syndrome. derangement syndrome. It, it, it's based on real things. He's actually quoting Hitler. And obviously, he has already done horrific things in his first term. So like Trump, Only dera- term. Trump derangement, as Carlos says, we uh, they, Amity needed more shark derangement syndrome. He's a real danger. Mm-hmm. Obama, it was based on nothing that was true. True. I mean, it was that he was black. That yeah, was that was right? it. That was it. Kenyan socialist death panels, mm-hmm. all of it. Madrasas. Right? That, but yes. our Roe v. Wade being overturned, the, as we keep saying, those are the real death panels. Obamacare didn't have death panels. None of that was real, and it, it, it's <sighs> getting all worked up. Oh God, you got more stuff in your craw. Oh my again. God, I thought I, I got thought it you out got the craw. Cr- I did not. No, I <laughs> did oh, not. Sue in Rockville. Hello, Sue. <laughs> okay. Good morning. I'm going to add to this pile. John Stewart was mildly funny last night. What he was trying to do, I thought, Peter and I both thought, was tell the Biden people to put him out there and show why he's strong. Show why, despite being 80, he's capable, he's sharp. And most of all, he's a patriot. And and then do the counterbalance. And, And so he was mildly funny. It was weak tea. It was very weak. But I think he was really trying to send you know, the Dems and Biden people put it out there, and that's how we fight against Trump. But if he wants a lesson in how to really do it, then he should have looked at his best friend, Colbert's opening monologue last night, where he tore Trump and the GOP apart. Yeah. That's what we need. Every day, we need to tear them apart. It's not It's not normal times, Sue, right. for comedy or anything it, else. Trust me, uh, you will not believe how many times I'm getting off my ass to do a sexy liberal show this year. I mean, <laughs> I am 11 billion years old, and I hate travel. But, you know, it, it's... I will be there. Thank you. <laughs> every single one of them. If I can be there, you can be there. We're going to announce soon. I'm going to explode. I'm going to explode soon if I, I can't know. announce. I know. We, we, we got to still tour. wait a little bit. I think Biden should have done the Super Bowl interview. All right, just he always has to say something. Well, no, uh, well, don't don't you? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't. Was it a CBS I interview? I don't think it, it has would have been to a do... CBS interview. I don't and think it's traditional. It's, it's I mean, traditional for the I, president, and I think it would have gotten a younger audience, which he yeah, needs. I don't. Mm. Okay. No, I I don't have an. It's late now, and I don't. Oh, I, I don't have an opinion. Okay, so whatever. I'm not in charge of his I media. I say something provocative. And we he need to does break. a lot of great <laughs> interviews. He was great in that press conference. I mean, I just I'm, I am not going to. Want, oh, oh, pardon me. Did I get the whole word out? I think yeah, you I did. did. Pardon me. You I'm did. sorry, Christopher. I didn't do that to retaliate. I'm just old. And it's You're old. Like, yes. like, and she's farts. got a potty mouth. Like farts, it just Well, thank out. God you didn't do that Super Bowl interview. I am just not going to be the person that's going <laughs> to pick apart everything Biden does or doesn't do. We are facing the end of democracy. That's a big okay, one, Okay, whatever. That's a big one. Blah. Blah. 20 minutes after I, the I, th- blah. I, th- I think you blah, agree blah, with blah, me blah, and blah, you're blah, angry blah. about that. Blah, blah. No, I don't. Everything everyone just said is either obvious or wrong. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Twenty-six minutes after the hour, would you like to pick up our fight about whether Biden should have done the Super Bowl? 
interview? Jody? You don't think so? Jody says no. I, Jody's the smartest girl in class. It's a huge audience that he could have talked to that he didn't. <laughs> I, I don't care. I was watching the game. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good God above tweets, thou shalt not spend $100 million on Super Bowl ads showing Jesus washing feet when you could have just given that to house the homeless. Right. Thank you. What's the, who are those people that are, wasn't it like Hobby Lobby or somebody like I that? Don't, I, I don't know. The, the Jesus, Jesus commercials. Cool. <laughs> Hasn't he always been cool? If you actually listen yeah, to what he actually to says. Yeah, what he said, he's <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, they could have washed a lot of feet with the money they spent on, on the a ad. Lot. Yes. Showing yes. Jesus washing Thank feet. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Hi, Michael in the Bronx. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? Good, go ahead. You know, yeah, with all the um, Republican talk about bringing politics into football and wondering how did that start and huge Democrats, uh, take a trip back a few years ago when it was Trump and you Republicans that started to begin with, when Colin Kaepernick and other football players took a knee during the national anthem and when asked about it, Kaepernick said, just to raise awareness to the injustices of racism going on. And then Trump opened his big mouth and say, no, 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 no. You stand up and respect the national anthem. Take your knee, disrespects the flag, disrespects the military. Yeah. Oh, disrespect the military, huh? And then the same guy that's going to call out Nikki Haley's husband. And then that's Joe Biden said, calling our fallen soldiers suckers and losers. Yeah, by the way, we always say Republicans don't seem to care until it happens to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Nikki Haley didn't have anything to say about the first 11 billion times right. Trump disrespected the she military, including, you know, Gold Star families and mm-hmm. John McCain. But suddenly it's her husband, and right. now it's a, it's what, how dare you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, really. As Rachel Vindman tweeted at her this morning, you didn't care when my military family was targeted. Exactly. No, exactly. It's like they always say, until their kid is gay, until, you know, fill in the blank. I had another thought. It went, it's gone away now. It's all right. Was it disparaging me? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> all right, Charlie Pierce, next. So what I think Biden needs to do is reassure the public that the government is not just about him. Like, we have so much focus on the presidency, only Biden, only Trump. It's so much bigger than that. And I really think, you know, especially when talking to traditional Republican voters who are horrified by this isolationist American first wing in the party that is ascendant. I remember the quote. Oh. The first black president was held to impossible standards, while the first orange president is held to none. Thank you. It there came you back. See, it came back. <laughs> okay. It did. At a girl. All right. President, uh, this is who some uh, political advisor, uh, Amanda Carpenter. Here we go. Tucker Carlson was giving an open platform to Vladimir Putin <laughs> the other day to just spew his conspiracies <laughs> against this. And so I think Biden would do really well to talk about what he can do to strengthen America's presence in the world, to stand up for democracies and our allies. There's still Republican hunger for that, even if Marco Rubio is too scared to say it. 
<laughs> scared too much of a see. <laughs> All right, listen, President Biden only needs to take advice from one man. That's it. There's only one man now that understands. And that's the author of Idiot America. Pierce. Pierce. Charlie Pierce, political columnist for Esquire.com. Why is everybody always laughing with me? Oh, hi, Charlie Pierce. How you doing? Hey, hello, everyone. How's everybody doing? I, I thank you for your Eric Bollerting. You said, was some editor at the New York Times drunk? Uh, quote, Mr. Trump, by contrast, does not appear to be suffering the effects of time in such visible ways. Trump often dyes his hair and appears unnaturally tan. He's heavy set and tall and uses his physicality to project strength in front of crowds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you, Charlie. Ooh, as, as, as Frank Zappel once said, gooey, dripping, steaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, there was a, a headline, I thought it was a joke, but about like, you know, is Biden age more of a problem than, you know, I, I don't know, Putin, you, what do you call it? Trump giving, you know, NATO to Putin or <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's just, it's not a joke, Charlie. That's the problem. I mean, look, 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 let's talk to a few Estonians and see what they think is right. the bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Biden's age or the fact that Trump is like opening the door to uh, Russian expansionism. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very concerned for the Estonians. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> by the way, we've been talking Super Bowl and. Uh, oh, by the way, Stephanie. Yes. The, Je- the Jesus commercials. Yes. They're all financed with Hobby Lobby money. That's what I thought. Thank you. Thank you. They're this right wing. Yeah. They don't give any money to actual poor people like Jesus would do. Yeah. Those, yeah. Uh, <laughs> those uh, antiquity <laughs> smuggling bastards from. Yep. Hobby Lobby. Thieves of of history. Speaking of Super Bowl ads, you said the Kennedys went DEFCON 1 over that RFK Jr. Super Bowl ad. You said, can we please clear out the peanut gallery now? This is too important an election and too important a time in history for extraneous nonsense from its denizens. Um, And you said uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. uh, managed to make the Super Bowl ever more of a freak show than it ordinarily is. Uh, Can you plagiarize your own family's legacy? I suspect we're about to find out. I mean, I finally saw the ad yesterday, Charlie. Oh, God, it was horrific. (laughs) That that really is. Well, the point is that, like, 8 million people have visited the JF John F. Kennedy Library since it opened in 1979. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that ad plays on a continuous, the ad from 1960 plays on a continuous loop in the exhibit about the campaign in 1960. Kennedy, 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 yeah. Kennedy. And all of a sudden, I'm watching the Super Bowl in 2024, and all of a sudden, it's like, it's like, October of 1960 again. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm seven years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, groping around for my bottommost Turkish cafe and my glass of moxie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, and of course it's a pack that's trying to get Donald Trump back in office, mm-hmm. of course, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it, I mean, I mean, his, his whole thing is a, is, is a front. Yeah. I mean, his whole his whole thing is the political equivalent of the Jesus ads. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Um, by the way, thank you, Charlie Pierce, for your piece on Merrick Garland. You said Merrick Garland needs to be thanked for his service and shown the door. Um, <laughs> I've tried to be patient. You know, I, I it's not I, my I, strong suit, but dear God, I'm the last of the Mohicans on that one. I, all of, everybody I know among my political yeah uh, cronies wanted him gone months ago and i kept saying look he's doing this he's trying yeah. to stay above the fray yeah me too or, you know wait till wait till uh you know wait, wait you know wait till it all works out and you're all gonna look stupid 
But uh, Ben Hur there, uh, mm-hmm. that report was the, the Saturday end for me. Yeah, yeah. And now, like I was, I've been. I mean, sent- how in the name of God does that report go out under uh, on Department of Justice stationery? Yes. Yes, right. thank you. You said I've come to the sad conclusion that, like Brian Wilson, Attorney General Merrick Garland just wasn't made for these times. <laughs> and like Tom Hagen, he's just not a wartime consigliere. And you said I hung in there longer than most people I know, but this week the case against him got overwhelming. Um, you just, yeah, you said he's not equipped to use all the tools God gave the Department of Justice to thwart the genuine threat to the republic. That is uh, Trump, of course. And you said the dangerous political climate he's created. The former president should have been charged federally with insurrection literally years ago. Um, You said, hell, during Thursday's oral arguments in the Supreme Court concerning the former president's eligibility, even Kavanaugh wondered why he hasn't been so charged. And Kavanaugh used to work for Ken Starr. If we're talking about using all the DOJ tools at your disposal, DOJ should have gone hammer and tongs after all the members of Congress, Mm -hmm. thank you, Mm -hmm. who had even the slightest connection with the insurrection. Someone higher than the bear spray crowd should have been arrested and held until trial. Some of the exclusive, expensive loafers uh, should have been confiscated during the booking process rather than all those duck boots. I mean, that's the thing we've been asking, right, Charlie? Like, what all of these people are still in Congress, uh, it, you know, doing all the same traitorous crap, right? Oh, absolutely. There hasn't been anywhere near enough uh, exploration of that. When we know people ask for pardons, mm-hmm. we know that from the, from the January 6th committee. Yeah. And we know who they are. Yeah. And yet they're turning up on oversight committees and uh the weird jim jordan subcommittee on you know getting everybody who ever laughed at me for not wearing a sport coat uh <laughs> I, I just you know well it's, it's astonishing to me and, and yeah. no do i want a fully politicized and weaponized department of justice no no but i want it to, i want the pro- department of justice to prosecute the, the the offenses that are right under its nose. Yeah, and Charlie, you make a good point. You said as diligent as Jack Smith has been and God save the good work, he shouldn't have been necessary. This business didn't need a special counsel. It needed the attorney general and the FBI from the jump. It should have been the very first item on Garland's plate when he walked in the door. I mean, that's the point. Special counsels, and when he didn't need them, you know, Joe Biden classified documents, Hunter Biden, these didn't need... Special counsels, you know, it's just the, the bending over backwards to be fair and transparent has really bitten them in the ass. I mean, I feel I feel the same way I did when Janet Reno allowed Ken Starr to expand his probe, to expand his, his, his mandate into Monica Lewinsky and Linda Tripp and that particular portion of Bill Clinton's life. Yeah. Yeah. I but, thought it was an absolutely capital mistake. By the way, you are one of the few people, and why we love you so much, that just is sounding the alarm the way it needs to be. You said, Mother of God, the former president is even money to be the next president, and the only real obstacle in his way seems to be whether or not his coronary arteries will do good service. (laughs) I mean, that's where we are. You said, Thursday was the end for me, appointing a Republican hack like Robert Hur to investigate, quote-unquote, the non-crimes of the president was bad enough, but then to allow her to pile on a political hit piece about the president's memory, thereby normalizing one of the former president's attack lines on DOJ stationery is not admirably fair-minded. It's constitutionally suicidal. God save us from the fair-minded. They'll kill the country and wonder how they did it. 
That that's that exactly sums it up. And now what? Now I feel like as Jody was saying yesterday, how does he fire Garland now? He can't. You know, or I mean, what do you do now? Now that he's appointed he this hack I mean, and allowed I mean, this gotta, report, he's got to get, get you know he's got to get reelected, right. and Garland's going to have to quote unquote decide it's time to like spend more time with his family. Right. Yeah, but I mean, it's on every level. Then he, can, then he can put Doug freaking Jones in there. Like he should have done in the first place. Yeah, or Glenn Kirshner, if just if I have my druthers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you said, and uh, you know, you go. Wait a minute, just because you want to get swoony over swoony over the Jagger Hoover movie, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, you said the rat effing of the 2020 presidential election in Georgia continues apace. Uh, Fulka, you quote a full court press underway in Georgia to punish Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. It has the blessing of Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones, a Donald Trump ally and Republican legislative leader who could face charges. For his conduct following the 2020 election, I mean, and you say the guy was an actual fake elector, which was at the very heart of the national scheme to steal the election through some phony legislative sleight of hand. In fact, the person who first exposed Willis' affair with the prosecutor, Nathan Wade, was a guy named Michael Roman, who was actually one of the defendants under indictment for running the Georgia end of the scheme. Um, You said charge Jones immediately and revoke Roman's bail. I, I mean... It's just the, the pearl clutching we do on our side, right, over, you know, Fawny Willis's private life when I don't know how many guys I'm sure have done the same thing, right? Uh, actually, uh, I think the total is 8,623,241. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, well, you know, because, you know, them, prosec- them prosecutors, they're, they're, they're horny bastards. Yeah. So, Charlie, obviously— Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> We're waiting on the, uh, you know, Supreme Court. I loved Andrew Weinstein, uh, Weinstein said, or Weissman, excuse me, said um, Trump's request that the Supreme Court consider his presidential immunity claim managed to hit a bizarre and incredibly inappropriate tone by the end of its first sentence. You'll love this as a sports writer. It began with the off-coded clip from uh, former New York Yankees uh, Yogi Berra. This application is deja vu all over again. Their position is that the president of the United States can kill people. If you were going to be snarky, you might as well have quoted Yogi Bear. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think what's hard, Charlie, is every legal expert said this should be a slam dunk. The Supreme Court doesn't take it. But this Supreme Court, you know, you watch uh, as much I, as anybody. I'm, I'm still holding out hope that they won't. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the claim is so bizarre. And, you know, it, 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 and, and the opinion from the appeals court is so ironclad mm-hmm. yeah. that, uh, you know, they've got they've got more important mischief to do than rule on this piece of nonsense. So I'm still holding out, you know, still holding out hope that uh, that uh, they won't take the case at all. Yeah. And what is the time frame? I keep hearing different things about, you know, cert and a stay and this and that, like that it could be two weeks. Like and when? on bonk. Yes. Thank you on bonk. for that. <laughs> what what are you hearing? The time frame might be that we. I don't know. I want to hear the on bonk sound effect. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like El Cabong. That's right. <laughs> Wait, hold, please. Jody Hamilton has uh, handed me something. Breaking hot news. Mm-hmm. Justice uh, Cub Reporter. <laughs> Jody Hamilton. Justice John Roberts demands swift response from Jack Smith to Trump's immunity claim. He has given uh, special counsel Jack Smith a week to file a motion explaining why Trump uh, should not have presidential immunity. Hmm. What? What does this yeah. mean? Yeah, wow. <laughs> what does this mean exactly? Yeah, it's weird. Um, we... <laughs> Yeah, we cannot accept that the office of the presidency places its former uh, occupants above the law for all time thereafter, the three-judge panel said, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Trump's attorneys have said the Supreme Court should move carefully, 
Uh, President Trump's claim that presidents have absolute immunity from criminal prosecution for their official acts presents a novel, complex, and momentous question that warrants careful consideration on appeal. Trump's filing said, Robert said Smith's response must be filed by February 20th. I don't know what this means. Do you either. know what this means, Jody? It I don't know. It sounds almost like they're granting cert to me, but I don't know. It just came well, over. Well, yeah, okay. It's a novel claim because it's freaking insane. <laughs> well, one former district attorney said Roberts appeared to be moving the case along swiftly. Oh, I hope that's true. He said Roberts' response was a good sign that whatever decision the Supreme Court makes, it hopefully will be expedited. Well, it should be. Yeah. Okay. Well. Let me just well, let me I'm just not, settle I'm my not, stomach. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily make me feel hopeful. No, that I know. They're going to move fast, <laughs> fast in a bad way, or right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We ra- we invaded Iraq pretty fast. You know, if recall. I'm being rushed, if I'm, if I'm being rushed to the hospital, I hope the ambulance goes fast. If I'm crossing the street and the ambulance hits me, that's bad. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie, for that excellent, excellent analogy all right thank you charlie love you goodbye good luck to all of us just, god bless us you just said your voice kept cutting out oh Uh-oh. oh well i said bye bye we have to go talk into the microphone <laughs> <laughs> that's right in front of me okay goodbye we'll see you next week stephanie miller i need a drink where's the bar stephanie miller Um, guess who agrees with our friend Charlie Pierce on Merrick Garland, Lawrence Tribe, who was his professor. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Tribe says, uh, I've long respected my friend and former student Merrick Garland, but he has bent too far backwards in order to avoid seeming pro-Biden, as we always do on our side. Bob Bauer, as uh, Bi- he cited uh, from the Associated Press, Bob Bauer, as Biden's personal lawyer, rightly raised concerns over the inclusion of these details to both her and Garland. Garland should have granted uh, Bauer's appeal because her report violated DOJ norms that work to avoid prejudicing the public against people who are not charged with a crime. Um, Andrew Weissman said it was entirely foreseeable Rob Herr would pull a Comey in his report. Garland was 100% right to have appointed a special counsel, but wrong to pick her and to think only a Republican could fit the bill. Um, Tribe said, it's time we invented a verb for that kind of move. I propose we call it garlanding or pulling a garland. Um, and Tribe reposted a video of um, Michael Luddig's calling a her report an abuse of power. Tribe said it was indeed a gross abuse and one of the attorney general should have intervened to correct. Mm-hmm. Um, what's good? Pam in New Hampshire. Hey, Pam. Hey, um, John Stewart might as well have slapped every New York firefighter and police officer and veteran because he had to fight Republicans to continue their health care after 9-11 and the PACT Act last year when By the Republicans way, high-fived each other. Yes, if anyone should know, what both is, sides don't do it. It's John Stewart who's been right. fighting against Republicans right, for years to get some help. Each, they, yeah, they, they high-fived each other last year when the PACT Act went down and he went up there yelling at Republicans. So people better be careful. They need to be really careful of what they do because our veterans, cops, and firefighters, they're screwed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Diane in Arlington Heights, you're on the Stephanie Miller Show. Hi, Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Trump told the truth. It is fake news. He's doing, look over here, okay? Look at the post office. It appears 
that DeJoy is trying to get rid of the union or Mm -hmm. mail-in ballots or look at Medicare. Yeah, that is another... How much money... That is another good question is why is DeJoy not in jail? The jail. Yeah, what is going on? That's you're right. Because the president can't do that. It's the president. Our president cannot do the that. The board has to do it. Yeah. The but board. board has to I thought do we had it. A, the board. The president. I thought we had <laughs> enough people on the board we finally. Don't. We don't. The board has to put the joy in the jail. Yes. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> We've pounded that joke into the ground now. Would you like to say a few words in memoriam? <laughs> <laughs> Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today. Chris in Oakland. Hi, Chris. Okay, Chris. Hey, good morning, folks, and thanks for picking yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? No, you go ahead. No, oh, you, you first. Thank you. Uh, thanks for picking up. Hey, a little different take on the John Stewart thing, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the segment, but there's a lot of people calling about it, and I don't hear anybody saying, you know, hey, maybe John had a point. What I hear is a lot of people are pissed off, and I just want to remind, I just want to suggest where they're going to focus that rage. Um, uh, you played a clip of uh, Professor Meacham talking about how uh, the, the independent vote's going to be scattered pretty far and wide, and you made a great point yourself in saying there are more of us than there are of them. It's going to be an election about turnout, and I think what John Stewart might have been doing, giving him the benefit of the doubt, uh-huh. is reminding us there's no hero coming to save us. Uh, yeah, we are the, thank you. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Exactly. I mean, that that part uh, is true. I think this is a, a this is perfect for talk radio, isn't it, Chris? A lot of people complaining about something they didn't see, uh, well, including us. We didn't see it. I didn't complain about it because I right. haven't seen it, right. so I can't comment. Oh, I'll complain about anything. Okay, Kimberly (laughs) Johnson from Start Me Up Podcast next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Joe Biden for decades, and you've dealt with him a lot uh, over the course of this conflict. What, what's your what's your assessment? Well, John, I've had more than a dozen phone conversations, extended phone conversations with President Biden. He also came on a visit to Israel during wartime, which is a start first. Uh, and I found him very clear, uh, very focused. We uh, uh, managed to agree on the war aims and on many things. Sometimes we had disagreements. But they weren't born of a, a lack of understanding on his part or on my part. Uh, so uh, that's what I can tell you. Uh, so I, I, I haven't seen that. Thank you, Benjamin Netanyahu. You are correct about President Biden. However, he is correct about you that you are yes, whole. He you are a complete and that. total whole. <laughs> he did call him that. I feel like there's a reason that they leaked that story from five sources. I <laughs> because do, too. I, will be, I, I look forward to the day when he calls him a hole in public. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Hey, look who's here. From the Start Me Up podcast. Kimberly Johnson is here. Hi, Kimberly. She's the Shiro of the Stephanie Miller Cinematic Universe. Kimberly Johnson, <laughs> who is not just Bob Seska's refrigerator sex partner. Kimberly, Kimberly Johnson. Kimberly, we love you, Kimberly Johnson. Here are you on the show. Kimberly, you are Johnson. Kimberly, Oh, hi, Kimberly. 
Oh, hi. <laughs> Wait, is this the first time we've jingled you? No, she no. was jingled before. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't. We re- usually just I, use I can't start remember, me up. like Joe Biden. What? We usually just use start me up. No, no, we've, this is our second or third time okay. being with the new jingle. She's been jingled by I, me before. Hi, Kimberly. I've been jingled. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, by the way, our little stem cell, Victor She tweeted, stop with the hand-wringing on President Biden and his campaign. Know what they, they're doing. They're engaging Gen Z more than ever, and it will work. We will re-elect Joe Biden. Um, I, thank you. I am. We are in the anti-bedwetting and hand-wringing caucus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Open with Bakari yes. Sellers saying that. You know, stop with the bedwetting. Yeah, but they're going to keep doing it. And, you know, I think it was Santiago... Meyer, Mayor, if I yeah. say his name correctly, mm-hmm. Mayor, um, he posted a YouGov poll recently that it was 71% of Gen Zers favor Biden. Right. So, you know, we keep hearing all yeah. of this uh, news media BS about his age or whatever. It's because they have nothing else and because it's a racist thing. But the truth of the matter is, I think that Joe Biden is extremely popular, and obviously he's very popular with young people, and that's so key. And, you know, there's all the other subjects that go along with it, like abortion. He's got a lot of women because of abortion. And, yeah. And then Trump is also crazy, and, yes. I mean, there's well, so you, many things I can say that I won't. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a potty mouth after my own heart. I know. I am um, a potty mouth. <laughs> well, you retweeted uh, Randy Mayhem Singer, who just said they're both old. One of them's a fascist. <laughs> Thank right. you. Yeah. That's the framing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, what else could you say? And by the way, you retweeted him, uh, Hillary Clinton, who... Jody, have you ever noticed that she's been right about... Everything? Like everything? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> she said, Trump sells out our NATO allies to Putin. This should be front page news of every paper in the country. These are the stakes of 2024. I just, you know, Kimberly, I feel like this is why you and Bob Seska and Charlie Pierce, all the regulars we have, I just feel like we're the only ones that are the right amount of hair on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about exactly. where, where we are right now yeah. and what the stakes are. It's kind of scary, but I mean, I think I think that we've been talking about this for a while where the news media has been failing us. And I think because of 2016 and what we experienced, you know, now we're hearing it's the Biden shills. We heard it was the Hillary shills before that we're getting paid by George Soros, blah, blah. Oh, it's the same playbook and it's all BS. And I think I think <laughs> if I was getting Biden understand. money, would I be working in a leaky basement? <laughs> <laughs> I want my Biden money. But... Um, <laughs> But I think that, I mean, not to say that we're, there's nothing to be concerned about, there is, but I think that the voters right now are a little bit more savvy because we've been through this before and we've seen this book, playbook before. Yeah. I'm hoping, it's a hopeful thought. I hope, although I know the Robert Hur thing gave us all Comey PTSD. We're just like, oh my God, (laughs) how are we letting this happen? At least it was like many months away as opposed to October. I'm glad that this came out now as opposed to October. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was saying I think it's a good sign that this this Super Bowl was the highest rated, not just Super Bowl, but TV show ever. You yeah. know, despite right. all, so this is all this MAGA whining, like, no, I'm not watching anymore. I'm going to boycott. And, <laughs> right? I mean, man, it, it, man, and babies, the ta- I got to yeah. say, the Taylor Swift, what's the word? You know, like it, that, that element mm-hmm. of this election, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's really that zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's yes, getting a yes. lot of young people, not just registered, mm-hmm. but I think like involved yeah. and and yeah. paying attention. You know, and it, it's uh, so, and I just we keep saying it right. There's a lot more of us than them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
Keep in mind that Bob, well, the Bob Seska rule, don't get happy. Yeah, right. Is that, does that, is that exactly. operative in your personal life? Like every time you get a second Stephanie happy Louise. Yes. Get happy. <laughs> Stephanie Louise Miller. He's always saying that to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't get happy. <laughs> I just, and he hits her with a giant Nerf mallet. Don't, yeah. Is that a smile? <laughs> well, um, what I, you know, there's this woman, I'll just tell you real quick. There's this woman I watch on YouTube. It's a long story, but the, the short is that she lives in Ohio. I don't know what her politics are, right. but I know that she's religious. Like she, but she doesn't pound it in your face, or whatever. But anyway, she just for the Super Bowl, she did a thing where she wore a shirt that was rooting for Taylor's boyfriend. So <laughs> again, now she's living in the red state. I, I believe she probably has red state relatives. Yeah. And for her to go on YouTube and she has a huge following to put this message out there, I think that's saying something. So like what you were saying, it's like the the, the Taylor Swift zeitgeist thing. It's like, right. yeah, it's a big deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A BFD, as someone would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and by the way, you retweeted uh, Allison Gill, who said uh, Taylor Swift has purchased double the required carbon yeah. credits to offset the yep. emissions from her tour. I mean, they just keep trying to play gotcha. Like, oh, she's a big hypocrite because she had to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> and don't you love Donald Trump trying to take credit for her? She's an actual self-made oh, right. billionaire. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's so ungrateful. I made her all this money. No, like, you, you didn't do bolt. <laughs> <laughs> It's so he's so embarrassing. And as we that's the other thing about, you know, this year, as we move toward November and we've got all these court cases and all these indictments. And I mean, he is losing it. And it's like he's coming apart at the seams. And now he's taking credit for Taylor Swift. It's unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) And threatening her and obviously threatening her at the same time. You know, Um, so this was a, we were just you know we're uh, we're like what are we like poodles on linoleum around around here we're like what does this mean that John Roberts is asking for <laughs> like, I know all the legal experts are saying the Supreme Court won't take this but we're not even sure what this means or like why do they need a brief from Jack Smith but John Roberts asked. I think it's because they needed to decide whether or not to take it up yeah that's what it so is. he has a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, this it's is turned for in. The, okay, uh, let's. Jody and I will do a skit, though. This is what we think is happening today. You be John Roberts asking for the brief. Okay. Uh, Mr. Smith. I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm Jack Smith. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Mr. Smith. Here it is. I have it already. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, it's done. That's, that scans. All right. So he's already had filed it. by now. It's already filed by now. Trust me. It's filed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like to take a bow with <laughs> Stephanie Miller players? Thank you. <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, we just are yeah, nervous, right? I so yeah. this one, Trump is attending a closed door meeting in Florida related to the case over his you know the classified documents uh, with Aileen Cannon. Trump and his team will meet alone, and I'm like, ah, wouldn't you like a tape of that? Is he? Yes. I, I, he you, I'll give you Supreme Court seat. What do you think? Exactly. I mean, you know how he is, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm sure there's you know she's favorable. She likes him, obviously. She's doing him all kinds of favors, but I mean, I. I wonder because it's like that mafia talk, you know, like what's what's he going to say to kind of intimidate her to make her feel Intimid- like, well, yeah, I really promise her something. I mean, and prom- and pro- yeah, exactly. Promise her whatever. So then she meets alone, right, with Jack Smith after she meets alone with Trump right. and his team. Um, Jack Smith reminded Aileen Cannon that she once stopped the defendant from trying to play the same game she's been letting Trump play. So a lot of people are saying this is, you know, a brilliant maneuver. A lot of legal experts. Um, His legal team has asked the judge to force the Department of Justice to turn over even more documents than the 1.3 million pages they've already received to bolster their claims that the documents case is a selective prosecution. Everything they do is just about delay. 
And yeah. first of all, aren't they saying those two other defendants, they can't see it? They were, That's what this case is about. They weren't supposed to see it in the first place. Right. They don't have yeah. classified clearance. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Smith's being reminded, <sighs> Kenneth, she once worked on another case that limited such fishing expeditions intended to delay the trial. Um, one expert said, I think they have her locked in a pretty tight spot. If she were a normal judge, um, she's worked on almost no cases. She has very little courtroom experience. To find a case she actually worked on that resulted in a published opinion is in itself improbable. It's a brilliant maneuver, particularly with a judge who has so little trial background. It's smart lawyering, um, said another. The message is, remember what you did earlier and how you got jammed up for it when you went in the direction no one in the world thought was right? Think about what you're going to do this time. I mean, I don't know, you know, Kimberly, what the chances are of, I'm sure she won't recuse herself. But I don't know what no. the chances are of getting her removed if she makes too egregious a, a yeah. bunch of legal decisions. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I know the court that ruled on her the last time was, you know, a conservative court. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't predict any of this stuff because, I mean, as what? we, you know. Well, then get, it, well, yeah. then get why, out. Why Kimberly. do you want that? Get out, Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do have a 2024 prediction. I don't oh, think no. Donald Trump will. I don't think Donald Trump will win as long as. I mean, they're going to cheat. And, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how they're going to cheat. They're going to try to cheat. As long as the cheating doesn't work, I absolutely, I mean, this is not like a lot of people are saying this, yeah. so I'm not the only you one. Know, but I don't see Trump winning. How, how much do you think Putin will be invested in what happens in 2024? If you thought he was oh, a, had like his hand up lot, our ass in 2016. Yeah, well, I mean, he want, he definitely wants him to win. But, you know, here's something. I read a tweet earlier that, you know, we forget about. That Remember when he met with Putin with, with no translator? Mm -hmm. I mean, right. and he said, I'm sure all this stuff about Ukraine was, you know, right. decided yeah. on then and would have been in a Trump second term. So here's the one yeah. thing that gives me hope, Kimberly, is you know he interfered again in 2020. Of it course. wasn't enough. I, you right. know, that's exactly. the thing is if yes. we learn our lessons from 2016, you know, yeah. and enough of us keep our head down and just, you know, get out there and vote. Because you have to remember, he's going to gin up everything. The Gaza conflict, yeah. you know, right. racial stuff again, however right. how many ways he can divide Americans. I'm talking about Putin. Um, but I think I'm hoping, I, it, I don't feel like the media has learned their lesson. Do you? That's no. what's a little infuriating. You know, the thing is, is it for me, I don't think it's about media learning a lesson. I think they're intentionally doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it makes me feel sad because this country has changed so much and we can't rely on our news media right now to, it, it's not that they're all lying, but it all we ever hear, like for instance, all we ever hear is what Trump voters and diners have to say, but nobody's interviewing, interviewing Biden voters. Right. Why are you voting I heard for you Biden? say that. Why don't you come talk yeah. to some of us? There's more Thank of us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? And I wish they would do that because, I mean, Joy Reid recently, it wasn't Joy Reid, her team, but she had someone on who, you know, listened to Pennsylvania women who voted for Trump in 2020. And the thing that was so frustrating is they, they didn't want to blame Donald Trump for Roe v. Wade. They blamed the Supreme Court, but they didn't put together that it's Donald Trump's Supreme Court. And nobody said anything to them. Nobody yeah. said, hey, did you know that the... So it's like that just sits out there. Nothing ever gets answered. And I wish, you know, so I think the media does a disservice where it's just so one-sided. I'm so, yeah. Nobody cares anymore about what Trump voters have to say. Can I just say in the most feminist way possible, those dumb bitches. Okay. <laughs> 19. Oh, I kid the dumb bitches. Stephanie Miller. I am thin and gorgeous.
Stephanie Miller. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, do we have a strongly worded letter? We do. To whom it may concern? No, it's, it's to Chris a, and me. Oh, I because it does not concern me because I don't give a flying. Right. But go ahead. <laughs> and it wasn't addressed to you anyway. It doesn't concern me either. It doesn't, well, I'm just reading it. All right. Uh, Chris and Jody. Okay. Uh, please, please stop denigrating people who wet the bed. We are big fans of your show. I guess it's our show. It's not yours anymore. Uh, <laughs> watching three hours a day. <laughs> People who wet the bed can't help it. It's very hurtful to a lot of people who do now or wet the bed as children. They can't help it. Please don't, please. We love you guys. So it ended on a nice note. Oh, all right. Yeah, she's correct. You two are bastard people. I don't know what you're... (laughs) We're bedwetters. And it's our show. No, you're not just... You're hand-wringing bedwetters. I was just saying, Kimberly, I agree with uh, Bakari Sellers, who has been on this program. Democrats. Yes. I mean, we, we are proverbial bedwetters, right? Thank you. So anytime somebody said says proverbial. something harsh about, about the president or he mistakes uh, the president of, of uh, Egypt for uh, representing Mexico, we just we just wring our hands. I mean, Thank we you. go clutch our pearls. We just go absolutely nuts. Look, our candidate is the president of the United States. Thank you. He's old. He's 80. Yeah. yeah, get deal with it. Okay, I just I said I'm gonna be the mom and the loneliest runner. I just I'm gonna hang your sheets out. Don't be a bedwetter. <laughs> he ran home to pull the sheets down. From Michael Learned. Not Michael no, Learned. She Michael was not Landon in that. was in it. <laughs> Lance Kerwin was the loneliest was the, runner. Was the runner. Lance okay. Kerwin played. That I just role. was saying, Democrats, stop being bedwetters, Kimberly. Just yeah. God, yeah. just calm I down. Think, yeah, we need to. <laughs> yes. Oh, would you like we a love letter? It. Here's a love letter for... All right. Who is this from? <laughs> Norm says, Chris Lavoie is a scream. He is so talented, scream. keeping a lot of things in order. He is a true prince. And Jody Hamilton, what's there to say about the girl? I love redheads. I'm not a jo- redhead. <laughs> Jody is smart <laughs> and can oppose some of the things between you and Chris. No, she doesn't like to get in the middle of that. No, she, oh, no. Lord, no. I run, I run hightail it out of here. She doesn't, no. no. I skedaddle. And it's like getting in between the two velociraptors. She's right. like, no, no uh-huh. don't do that. No. And thank She's... you for thinking I have red hair. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Stephanie Miller Show apologizes for Chris and Jody. We <laughs> apologize for wetting the bed. Yes. Okay, I'm out of this. I... <laughs> said, he said proverbial. No, it's, it's just proverbial. what we keep saying. If I have to read one more story, Democrats are afraid, fill in the blank. It's like, stop. Yeah. We, can't, yeah. we can't afford to be afraid. Yeah, right, Kimberly? Exactly. Like, stop them. Right. If so, Joe I, Biden, you know, for whatever really reason, decides right. not to run, great. Then we, you know, full speed ahead, vote blue no matter who. But it's just, you know, yeah. this whole, like, oh, you know, we, we sort of uh, give life to that narrative about Joe Biden of being too old. Of course we do. And he, the thing is, is, again, the media is perpetuating this, and he is showing us the opposite. I mean, the other night when he yelled at, um, okay, do see. I, I never say that name, so I have to remember to say it correctly. But when he yelled at the <laughs> young, the young Ducey. He's the Ducier of the two I mean, Ducies. Yes. Right. <laughs> he's yes. the Ducier of the two Ducies. And, I mean, he continues to impress us in many ways. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, after after uh, that her came, that her report came out, every, was it Jesse Waters? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a number of right-wingers. We're just getting things wrong left and right. Saying yeah. the wrong name. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've all done it. Even Bob posted a thing that 
we sometimes call each other our ex's name by accident. Oh, ouch. So, that's, that's why it's good if you just state the we same name. That's a buzzkill. Yikes. <laughs> 29 minutes after the hour. More Kimberly Johnson on Start Me Up. But this 80-year-old man has accomplished more than any other grandfather in the history of the United States of America. Like, he's actually performed the task well. He's gotten bipartisan legislation through, and the alternative is someone who's dangerous. Come on, Bakari Sellers. Preach. One more. I mean, let's <laughs> embrace what it is. I don't know why the White House is afraid of it. Embrace it. He's old. But look, he's better than the alternative. And that alternative is somebody dangerous who has 91 felony counts, who, oh, by the way, who wants to talk about other people's families, but he has five kids by three baby mamas. I mean, let's actually have this discussion on the merits. And I believe we would win that election. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, thank you to CNN's Phil Mattingly, because I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Kimberly, I mean, Bob and I play, you know, clips of Trump, even though people hate it, because you're like, no, you have to know. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be aware how crazy yes. <laughs> it yes. actually I is. Um, he said, if you watch all hour of any Donald Trump speech or event, there are at least 10 to 12 minutes of complete incoherent rambling, flubbing, who leads which country, Turkey being the latest. Um, yeah, and a former Republican pollster said Trump simply gets forgiven for such rambling for seemingly inexplicable reasons. As she said, Trump supporters see his verbal bl- blunders as a different kind of gaffe compared to Biden. I mean, I, I just, that is really like the crazy pill part, because you're like, either it you is. can't understand what he's saying, or he's saying mm-hmm. something incredibly despicable, racist, sexist, treasonous, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, or he's like quoting Hitler. Right, 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 right. <laughs> One guy old, other guy a couple years yeah. younger, quotes Hitler. <laughs> yes. Going to go with the other guy. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, you. By the way, start me up, mswmedia.com, and you're doing something else exciting, Kimberly Johnson. Yes. Besides yeah. sleeping with Bob Seska. <laughs> 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 what? Yes, I am hosting a town hall on Spoutable. It's Spoutable Pods, which is like Twitter spaces. And it's going to be with Texas Representative uh, Jasmine Crockett. And it'll be this Thursday at 7 p.m. Although I think, just FYI, I know she has votes up until 7. Okay. So we're probably going to start a little later for those of you who are going to tune in. So just okay. keep that in mind. I'm not exactly sure. I think Christopher Boozy and I might be talking a little bit in oh, advance. Fun. But I've never done anything. It's going to be live, so I've never done anything like oh my this God. before. But it, it should be really fun. And I, I love her. I mm-hmm. Yes, I inject Jasmine Crockett's sound bites directly into my veins. <laughs> I know. I credit, I, I credit getting over COVID quickly because of because that. Because of that, yeah. yeah. She is <laughs> magic. Okay, is. Uh, Paul in Westchester, you are on with Kimberly. Hello, Paul. Hey, guys. You guys are awesome. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Chris mentioned that Biden should have been on the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm a big football guy, and uh, it just, whenever any president gets on there, everybody's like, uh, Thanksgiving again, you know, it's like a battle. And it, I, I would just like to not have it. I was kind of happy he didn't. Uh, you I know, feel like people don't tune in for that. They tune in for the halftime show and, you know, just yeah. and the football, of course. Yes, it would have been a huge, right. been a huge yeah. audience for him, though. 
Because it's right after the game. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. By the way, uh, Megyn Kelly (laughs) Kelly took to uh, X to complain about Audra Day's performance, Lift Every Voice and Sing at the Super Bowl, a song also known as the Black National Anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The so-called Black National Anthem does not belong at the Super Bowl. She wrote, we already have a national anthem and it includes everyone. No, it uh, doesn't. Actually, it's a horrible, horrible. Yes. John Pavlovich <laughs> said, it's good that you're too stupid to hide your racism. Mm-hmm. I, feel like we, I, I feel like we... Santa is white. Santa is white. Jesus was a white man, too. No. You can't take facts and then try to change them to fit some sort of a political agenda. Santa is white. All right. Santa is white. Jesus was a white man, too. All right, then. Uh, Sarah in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, you're on with Kimberly. Hello, my lovely nooks. Hello. And hello, Kimberly. Woo-hoo, I hello. love the hair. I'm going to my hairdresser up this. I'm going to say, I want Kimberly's hair. <laughs> and Miss Jody, we can't... What about mine? It's fake, but it's... Okay. It's literally sewn well, into my head. Hey, you're, you're, you are you are Stephanie Sunshine. Thank you. And yeah. Jody? Yes, ma'am. I love you. I, I love your mom, but I love you better. Oh, that was a little <laughs> twist. <laughs> Chris, you're, you're a hunk of a hunk of a hunk of the uh, yeah. Burning, burning <laughs> love or a hunk of something else? Say, a hunk of wrong. Okay, so let's get to the subject. Subject. Okay. Um, you know, the, the one thing that I'm t- uh, a little shocked about, if because I'm a history buff, mm-hmm. um, they sent Hitler to jail where he yes. wrote. Mein Kampf. Thank you. And then it wasn't until the second time that he got out of prison. Sarah, that's he, why. he was able to. Keep, yeah, that's that's why yeah, the world was, is terrified. They've seen this yeah, before. Yeah. They're like, right. oh, my God, is this right. guy coming back? <laughs> you know. Right. And, and they gave him they gave him an access when he was in prison to talk to the outside people. And that's how he got the mob. Yep. Yeah. 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 Do, do we have springtime I mean, spring for to Trump? Be, yeah. That needs to be, up, I mean, in yeah. front of everything. Yes, you know? yes. It's why the world, Not we're not the only ones that are terrified that it will once again be. Springtime for Trump and America. <laughs> are there enough fart sound effects, Kimberly Johnson, for this? The rumbliness of our tumblies. <laughs> Dino in Westchester, New York, you're on with Kimberly Johnson. Hello. Well, hello, hello. Hello. I just wanted to say that I thought John Stewart did a wonderful job last night pointing out the fact that he played a clip from all of uh, Trump's depositions where he said, I don't remember. I don't know. Right. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, to talk about the memory issue. Yeah. No, I, I saw I that clip I and, I thought, and, I, and I thought that was great. I didn't see. Did you see it? We yeah. were. There's obviously been a lot I of people complaining that. that he. Yeah. You know, both sides, the whole, you know, age right. thing. And, uh, you know, it was not what I think. I think it was not what people were expecting. Right. But right. I, I don't know. We have to watch. We just think this is perfect for talk radio. It's just talking out our ass about something none of us saw. <laughs> We've had opinions for three hours on it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We none of us saw none it. Of us saw. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't there an old SNL bit like that? Didn't see it. 
It's like movie critics. That <laughs> yeah. didn't see, yeah. I, I, I didn't see it. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Trump's remarks that uh, he would not only violate United States treaty with NATO by refusing to defend uh, member countries if they were attacked by Russia, uh, it, but he would also encourage Putin to do whatever the hell he wants, has sparked uh, fears. You think fears and warnings in other NATO countries. Lawrence Tribe said this is an announcement by Mr. Trump of intent to commit what Article 3 defines as treason by giving aid and comfort to an enemy which Russia would become under Article 5 of the NATO treaty by attacking one of our NATO allies. Mm-hmm. I swear completely, I know I use the T word maybe too freely, but I just, everything he does, you're like, is that treason adjacent at least? <laughs> I know. Well, and the crazy thing, I'm going to go back to the media because I think there was a Chiron on CNN that was like, it said something about how, uh, you know, Donald, the, the Donald Trump's 91 uh, indictments or whatever, felony indictments don't even, you know, like, can it compare with Biden Biden's age? I mean, sure. Unbelievable. <laughs> sure. And so we keep sure. Same. That. Same. Same. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I know um, Bob Seska, I'm pointing back because he's on his podcast right now, but, um, you know, he said he's just going to, from now until the election, he's going to shame everybody who calls him old. He's yeah. not going to let up. And, and I think mm-hmm. we all need to because it's unfortunate that our news media is not. Yeah. Um, Being fair. Tribe went on to say the leader of one of America's two major political parties has just signaled to the Kremlin that if elected, he would not only refuse to defend Europe, he would gladly support Vladimir Putin. Uh, Tom Nichols said here in the U.S., we've become accustomed to treating Trump like an angry child, ignoring his outbursts the way parents ignore a toddler who shouts threats and claims to hate mommy and daddy during tantrums. But other nations do not see an outraged juvenile. They see a man who once held the keys Mm -hmm. to the U.S. nuclear arsenal and could once again become the commander in chief of the American military. They are watching him because they believe, as they should, that he is telling them exactly what he'll do if he returns Mm -hmm. to office. I mean, really, how do we get... Our country to take this as seriously as people around the world who have seen this play before. I, I again, I'm going to go back to our media because I wish that they would. They're the ones who are kind of like leading the narrative, yeah. right? So they're they're not doing us a service of of just leaning toward well, the Trump thing. You know what I love? Uh, so many things about Bob Seska. What do you love? Well, I was going to say <laughs> that he's one of the few people putting out there about, you know, Project 2025 and all that. Like, I always right. joke that, you know, Frangela says they're going to find a folder illegal. We did. And I'm like, they're go- there's a folder that says illegal. We're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's right, written right. it down. I mean, Trump's allies are training a core of MAGA, quote unquote, shock troops to quickly begin remaking the government in the event he wins a second term. Uh, he remains bitter at the former administration officials who tempered his impulses and blocked some of his more extreme policies during his time in office. His allies are identifying and preparing dedicated loyalists to place in key roles to mm-hmm. implement his agenda. They have to be resolute in their commitment to the president's vision. You weren't uh, elected. You're a cabinet person and, and part of the executive branch. Your job is to understand and execute. Zeke Heil, man, right? Just yeah. follow yeah. orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I mean, it, well, it, we, and we again, not- you know what? I think that we're not, I think there's a really good chance that Trump isn't going to win. Don't get happy. But, and then what's, you know, people are so afraid of him. I don't think there's a chance he's going to run in four years after this. I think this is going to be the last time we have to worry about Trump trying to become president. Then we have to just consider how the Republican Party is going to go. And, and, you know, yeah. I would really like to say to everybody, the Senate is not gerrymandered. I know it's favoring Republicans right now. But if we can get a, a full Democratic majority, there's yeah. so much we can do to safeguard this country well, for 2028. To this point of this article, 
Kimberly, you know, what's her name? Ronna McDaniel. She followed illegal orders to the extent she should be in jail for the whole, you know, this whole scheme to overthrow the election. But she's not loyal enough. She found a guy that was an actual fake elector in North Carolina. And what did Lara threaten to sing? Like, how did she? Oh, please don't. No, no, no. How did she also get? No, no, no. Ah. (laughs) I will sing Tom Petty again. No, 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 no. But I mean, it's right? It's just the nepotism is just naked. Imagine yeah. what, like, you know, Jared and Ivanka are going to do in a yeah. second. I mean, I he already got, Jared already got $2 billion for doing God knows what for, yeah. for Saudi Arabia that we don't know yet, right? Mm-hmm. Probably including covering up, a you know, the bone saw murder. I, I just, or maybe <laughs> yeah. facilitating it. Huh? Sorry right. to put that out there, but, you know. Oh, yeah. All right. I've, just, I've upset myself again. Yeah, Wow. Going right. into a commercial on some a dark smelling note. salts. Yes, I am. <laughs> I know. It's, it's always the darkest right before the train hits you. Okay. <laughs> what? Forty-five. Uh, Forty-five minutes. <laughs> that light at the end of the tunnel. Tunnel is a train. Ah. Okay. That's what I meant. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Wouldn't it be nice Stephanie Miller. is the Stephanie Miller Show. The lovely and talented Kimberly Johnson is here of the fantastic Start Me Up podcast, mswmedia.com, and she's doing a spoutable situation. Spoutable town hall. Yes, <laughs> with Jasmine Crockett. I love her so much. I, well, this is what I keep saying. I, again, I don't mean to keep mentioning bedwetting. Just stop. <laughs> I'm going to get another email. Jody Hamilton will not stop talking about Democratic bedwetters. But I just, we always say we need more alpha liberals. And that's exactly what yeah. Jasmine Crockett is. And a, yeah. and a yes. lot of the fantastic people in the day. Because yeah. that is what the times call for. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. She, she specifically, what I love about her is she connects Putin to the Republican Party. Thank and you. She, she just says it. She, that's why we love her so much. Because she says the things that... All of us are saying, but she does it so well. Oh my God, <laughs> so, so smart. You know, she's really smart and she puts everything together so well. But it's like, it's a, she she's a regular person who's angry and upset and concerned. Yeah. And it shows. Yeah, absolutely. I love her. I'm so excited. Um, Nikki Haley says the U.S. could expect unhinged chaos if Trump is allowed to win the presidency. I love how she always says, oh, chaos follows him. It doesn't follow him. He creates it. chaos. <laughs> right? It's just... Yeah. I, um, she said people who defended Trump like Marco Rubio are disgusting. She said, you know, to sit there and mock my husband for not being with me on the presidential trail because he's deployed and serving our country. You mock one veteran, you mock all veterans. Well, as I keep saying, Kimberly, he did that forever. Yeah. And she still agreed yeah. to work for him. Right. Of it's course just, she did. you know, of it's like, oh, well, it's only a problem because it's your husband now. Right. It, it's. Yeah. She said the problem exactly. with Trump is he's never been anywhere near a uniform, but the reality is the closest he's come to harm ways is a golf ball hitting him uh, on the golf <laughs> cart. Well, where was all that talk mm-hmm. before? But no, you were too, you know, yeah. hungry for power and to be, a, you know, UN ambassador, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, they're they're all so slimy. So Rand Paul said it was a stupid thing to say about Trump's threats to NATO. Well, he's still going to be an obstructionist douchebag, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm so <laughs> exactly. I'm so tired of these Republicans. Like, someone was saying that they don't 
can't really go far enough. Right. You can't just say, you know, Trump is bad. You have to say you have yeah. to support Biden. That is the only person that can beat him. I mean, Chris Christie said he can't see himself voting for President Biden. <sighs> saying, I, I, I have to wait till the list of final contenders before he makes a choice. Uh, he said he wouldn't vote for Trump under any circumstances. Well, any vote for anyone other than Biden is a vote right. for Trump. I mean, right. that's why. Unless, know, like, unless you don't vote at all. That, that's fine. I think there's going to be a lot of people who don't vote at all. That's not uh, good either. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. You know, this I'm is not a time optimistic. for half measures, you know? Like, let's send yeah, a strongly worded email to Hitler about this Poland situation. <laughs> it just seems rude. You know, basically what Neville it Chamberlain does. did. Yes, yes. Don't yes. be Neville Chamberlain bedwetters. Oh, yeah, hand-wringing uh, mother... Here come the cards and letters again. Chris Uh-oh. and Jody, you are Please really... sell them, send them to Stephanie at ilovevanculture.com. Yeah. By the way... <laughs> Bob Seska of the Bob Seska Show on uh-huh. the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Um, he keeps saying that Trump will not pick someone with more syllables in his last name <laughs> I agree. than him for vice president. So that would mean yes. either Gnome or Vance. It's for J.D. Vance. Um, so, just, hmm. yeah. Senator Vance isn't just opposed to sending more military aid to Ukraine. He's also apparently convinced that continuing to help Ukraine is a plot aimed at wrecking Trump's second term. Uh, he argues that Republicans and Democrats are setting an impeachment trap for Trump by mandating spending on Ukraine through the year 2025. We're mandating it because it's for it's in our interest. Mm-hmm. It's in the yeah. United States. Okay. Uh, the legislation explicitly requires funding for Ukraine well into the next presidential term. Vance argues that were Trump to cut off it, Ukraine from assistance, he could be vulnerable to a third. Oh my God. I mean, and this guy, how do you pick him? You can do any tape of him ever saying. Probably worse things about Trump than we do. Whoa. Sorry, a terrorist sleeper cell has awoken. Is that your tiny baby nephew? My tiny baby nephew may have to be on set for Shonda Rhimes, and okay. so he must go. Okay. But he will join us in the studio here on, on Thursday, Thursday, I believe. On Thursday, yes. Jody, what has this happened? I don't know. Mm, wow. Okay. <laughs> I apologize for that. Kimberly Johnson. <laughs> We love the animals. Yes, we do. We do. And so does John Stewart. <laughs> yes, yes oh, he that's loves true. them very much. He's very good He's at animal very rescue. Good about that. All right, we promised to watch yeah. the thing that we've been complaining about all morning. Well, it's not really us. Listeners yes. have been complaining. I haven't complained. I didn't see it. Some, some people thought it was fine. Yes, yes. We did have it was right. okay, a minority so. that yes, okay. Uh, Trump often complains about the massive legal team he's assembled to bring him through for criminal. Oh, good God. And two civil cases are overpaid. Uh, some of Trump's lawyers were told not to charge more than $750 an hour. I, he doesn't pay any of them anyway. Right. What matter? Just differences. That's no. the biggest issue. <laughs> no differences it made. One person said that's the biggest issue of representing him. It's impossible to get him to agree to a unified set of facts. Trump posts on social media without telling anyone, leaving his advisors and lawyers to read his missives at the same time as the public. I mean, he is the worst client ever, Kimberly, and he doesn't pay them. And yet yeah. there are apparently, I don't know how many people just lined up to go into the wood chipper, <laughs> right? I mean, their careers, their reputations. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I, it's like they, they're living in a parallel universe and they think that somehow because they're going to represent them, that's going to help their career. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand this logic. Yeah. Where are they coming up with this? I know. It's, <laughs> listen, I don't know. It's weird. It's the opposite here in the magical Stephanie Miller yeah. cinematic universe where I boost I and promote... Down just wondrous things like Kimberly Johnson who rises to higher and higher heights mswmedia.com uh, follow her on the social so you can uh, you can uh, listen in on the spoutable thing yes. that sounds fantastic with Christopher Boozy and uh, Jasmine Crockett 
What? A spoutable thing. A spoutable you. thing. She's got a spoutable thing. The town thing. hall. It's a town hall. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Kimberly. <laughs> Give my love. I love you too. Thank you so much. Love to bomb. <laughs>